Hello and happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all the disgusting things in the horror world. I'm Zena and welcome back to Z-Vember. We're still going on as John and Megan, they are on break. Um, so each week I have a, I have like a different, a different guest and we're going to be talking about different topics. So this week I'm joined by special makeup effects artist, Alana Rose. Alana. Hello. Hi. hi. How are you? I'm I'm as good as it gets right about now. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, I'm chilling. I'm you happy to great. see you. Thank <laughs> you. As you, you, you're gorgeous. So are yeah, you. And you gave me a compliment on my buckets in the back. Girl, I was about to stress it again. Like you know, I you know I'm I'm feeling those blue buckets, girl. I have to send you the fourth though. I'm almost positive I have the purple witch in my studio, and I will send her to you. Oh my gosh, with a rose. I'm so in love with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) So uh, if you guys didn't know, Alana, she was on Sci-Fi's Face Off Season 3 and Season 5. And you also worked on the makeup in Terrifier 2, which we're going to... We're going to talk about that. Um, But again, thank you so much for joining me Uh, today. We do have like a special topic. But before we get to that, you know, we kind of want to get to know you. We want to pick your brain. So I'm very curious about this. You know, I have to touch on Face Off. Mm -hmm. So what's the backstory on that? How'd you find out about the show? What was the experience like? Just tell me everything. So at the time the show came out, I was literally 18 years old. I was in college to do special makeup effects. And, um, you know, I was about to graduate. Like, it was just like, I picked this really niche thing to pursue. And I just felt like, no, this is, this is it. Like, I'm going to make it in this. And then, um, face off came out and I like cried. I was like, holy shit, I have to do it because everybody's going to know what special effects makeup is. It's such a niche thing before face off. If you knew, you knew. Mm -hmm. And I, once it came out to the public, I was like, oh my God, I have to get on that show. Like from the day I, like my friends were like, oh, you should check out the show that's about to air on sci-fi. I was like, no, (laughs) You know, so I felt special and then I didn't, but then I really felt determined to get on the show and then I didn't. <laughs> and then I did. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a roller coaster because it was like I heard about it. I uh, auditioned mm-hmm. for the second season and I didn't get it. And then for the third, they were like, hey, you know, like we um, we'd love for you to apply again. And I was kind of like, fuck you, checker. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Lord, if I yeah. Knock yourself out. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, sorry. So yeah, I'm I'm I get really off the rails. And like <laughs> the people who watch me that follow me, like who are gonna see this, they're just like, Yeah, we know she's wild. Um I have a good heart but a bad mouth. So it's like that's what I guess maybe why I got picked ultimately, maybe not because of my art so much. <laughs> you know, um, call it what it is. But I ended up surprising myself and I think surprising everybody because like I really think I was supposed to just like go home. Like I didn't think I was supposed to stay there. And mm-hmm. you know, when I actually did get picked to be a part of the season, like the third season was such great artists. Like the two seasons I got to be on were season three and season five. And the artists that I was matched with both times were phenomenal like absolutely phenomenal and I just could not even like imagine a world where I would beat them but I was just like in it with them and like I learned so much from everybody I had Mm -hmm. such a great time you know so it's just the best time of my life and it's so cool that like everybody's getting to see it Mm -hmm. (laughs) again you know I I only watched it show aired like the like it came out on Tuesdays and I would like watch it every Tuesday Mm -hmm. 
And then I never watched it again. And this is 10 years ago. I'm 32 right now. So when I first auditioned for Face Off, I was 19. Wow. Yeah. So this is like such a huge part of life. It's like some of my greatest moments, my saddest moments. And it's just like unbelievable that it's like resurfacing after all these years. Mm -hmm. Like I never thought my life you know, and it just immediately changed my life again. Like literally everything changed as soon as the Netflix aired. It's just like DM flooding, like everything, everything you could ever hope for, you know, both times in my life. So peace and love. Thank God for face off. I'm so grateful. Absolutely. And how did you uh, get into like the special effects makeup? I was scared. (laughs) I was so scared. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I was so scared of Chucky when I was a little kid and, um, you know, that's me, you know what I mean? Like, I just like, I, I just really wanted to like, never be scared of anything. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know how I could make Chucky and take him apart, you know? And I think that really like, um, it's kind of crazy. Like, it's like a little dark, but like one of my really good friends when I was a teenager, like made me watch like scary movies with them Mm -hmm. he was like I really think you would dig this he was like I really think you'd be super into this um and then I like I went to school right you know as a teenager I went to school for it and Mm -hmm. I think that this person who like made me not be so scared of scary movies was like my main motivation and while I was in school he passed away like very tragically like oh this is so scary so it was like um Baba Duke style like he was like you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the Baba joke about like, he was in a really bad car accident and like oh, mutilated, wow. like horribly, you know, it was like horrible, like the worst death you could ever wish on. Like, you know, and I love this person so much. I think they changed the whole trajectory of my life mm-hmm. and they died in this horrific way. And it's like every time, like, you know, you got to match. So they put my life in the path that I would be dealing with like gory shit the whole rest of my life. And like, they died in this like horrific way. Wow. And it's like, almost poetic I feel like Mm -hmm. you know that I'm able to kind of like you know paint a decapitated head like five times a year and be like wow how unbelievable is that yeah you know I just yeah it's it's kind of dark but Mm -hmm. like really I know that I uh I've had like almost like a really like tragically wonderful life like if that makes any sense you know yeah, I was even thinking. even with face off too, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just also dark, dark and beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I don't know if you know what I'm referring to, but like, um, you know, my friend Lainey, who I was on the show with, passed away too, and I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, so when I was on season five, I was on with this um, beautiful soul, Lainey, and I'm like, so sorry, she passed away last Halloween, dude. Oh. Like, so spooky. And I love murder porn, too. And, like, I just, I can't beat off to it anymore. It's just, like, not it for me. You know, like, it kind of hits too close to home. I'm like, oh, my God, my life is, like, low-key, like, a little bit of a horror movie. But, like, you know, these two people who came into my life, the most influential would not be having this conversation, not have been on face-off. Like, thing would mean anything without them, like, are, like, my Halloween, like, kindred spirits. And it's, like, the most tragic things that have ever happened to me are the most influential too Mm -hmm. so it's like really wild and you know face off um you know I was on with Lainey and we were like friends in real life too so it's like it's all so dark and beautiful and I'm just so grateful and sad every day (laughs) and you like you have such like a a a positive like attitude like your energy is high you know it seems like 
Um, even when we were just emailing back and forth just to set it up and, you know, hearing what you're, you're doing and, you know, like your energy is there. And I absolutely love that. Yeah, I have to live on for these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got to keep the spirit alive. Yeah. I believe that. You know, I really believe that, like, heaven is in the hearts of those we leave behind. Like, I know I sound, like, so morbid, but I'm just like, nah, like, these really wonderful people. And, like, they put me on this path in life, and I just have to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I commit to it because it's so hard being an artist. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know it's like a slap in the face to God to give up, Yeah, you know? Like, I almost feel like I'm on this, like, artistic journey with, like, a vengeance, like, passion that I'm, like, I want everybody on it with me. I'm, like, put the war paint on. Let's fucking go, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm so passionate about my job. I love Face Off for connecting me with Mm -hmm. so many artists, like, not just on the show, but, like, even right now, our conversation, it's just, like, what a wonderful thing, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you yeah. so much for sharing that, you know, with us. Yeah. Okay. I know it's so, it's so dark and, but I think a lot of, I really have been trying to be open about grieving because like, I know everybody's watching the show and feeling it too. I know a lot of people are like watching it and crying. I literally can't watch it yet. I'm like, oh, <sighs> you know, but um, yeah, I just want people to remember. Yeah. You know, uh, somebody said to me recently, the only people who experience death are are the living. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Yeah. You know? So you got to stay alive. Mm-hmm. My mom's like really hardcore Brooklyn. And she always used to say to me, 10 out of 10 people die, you know, kid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just, you know, as you as you live on, as you grow more, you know, get older and stuff like that, you do start to experience that. But even in your case, like you were young when you like extremely young when you experienced that yeah and even now Lainey mm-hmm. died last year right. on Halloween it's so crazy yeah and it's just yeah it's like it's really surreal that like life goes on mm-hmm. you know like the show you could turn it off <laughs> but like for me it's always you know that's why I never really gave a shit about watching it so much I was like oh I'll, I'll I always thought to myself I look back at it when I'm older, like home movies. And right. now it's like, <laughs> like, I can't do it. I definitely understand with that. And again, so it's been, Oh no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, it's been a beautiful week because mm-hmm. it just came out again, but I'm also like, you know, because me and Lainey teamed up so much. I'm like, I want everybody to recognize the work that she did mm-hmm. as well. And like give her praise even in her afterlife, you know? Right. Absolutely. Oh man, you are seriously also an inspiration. Like just like with your again, like your positive attitude. You gotta be, dude. Oh my god, like yeah, no. I mean, and that's the thing is, I think all my friends hate me because I am so positive. <laughs> like obviously, everybody has a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. You don't think I've cried? I cried literally for six months straight. I've been a zombie, but mm-hmm. like it's so weird that I just feel like, and it, it's weird. I literally feel like I I woke up like six months ago, mm-hmm. you know, it's been literally a whole year. I think I spent six months, like two hours crying every day. Oh. And then the last six months I've been like, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's keep going, you know, like keep making shit yeah. because like crying on the couch doesn't bring my friend back mm-hmm. and it doesn't keep the spirit alive. That girl taught me so much, dude. <laughs> so much. You yeah. see it on the show too. It's like for real, like we learned so much. So I'm like, I got to keep, 
practicing mm-hmm. the craft because it's yeah and and you're doing it you're you're definitely doing it like i um i follow you on instagram you know and i love like your your videos you know um just how you show like the process and it always look like you just have like a lot of fun yeah cool. yeah i i keep people around me a lot mm-hmm. you know like that's something else that you know because I, as a traveling makeup artist i'm alone so much dude like I'm alone a lot. So the time I can share with people, I really stress it. I'm like, come watch me take a shower, like yeah. hang out with me right. every second. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm that friend. I'm just like, I just like always want my friends around me. And like, because I'm so alone all the time that like when I can be in town, I want to make a presence. Yeah. And like, you know, I think as you get older, you realize like, oh shit, like, I got to make the time for people. Mm-hmm. And now more than ever, I like recognize that. And I try to like show up, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I feel like, honestly, I feel like everyone needs a friend like that, especially with everything <laughs> that's going on in the world. It's can be so dark and depressing. You know, we, we all need that person. I think so. <laughs> I'm here, girl. I'm here whenever. I'm here to be like annoyingly positive whenever. I'll be like crying and I'm like, but I'm going to make it. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> so you also worked on Terrifier 2, you know, so you um, yeah. assist with some of the makeup, including Art the Clown's makeup, uh, some mold work, some painting. Like you're so talented. Like I feel like everything looks so like just real, you know? Disgusting. Yeah. And I love it. That's my kind of movie. <laughs> so um, how did that come about working on Terrifier 2? I want to tell you the truth, but I tried to call Damien and see if it was cool and he didn't answer. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what it is? We both were getting hired for like similar shit because, you know, I live in Staten Island. He's mm-hmm. a Staten Islander. We're like the Pete Davidson club, you know, like there's not many of us, you know, who make it off the island. And, um, you know, so we were both working out here Mm -hmm. and so we knew of one another, but we never met. And I was like out one night at a bar and he was like, Hey, are you a lot of Rose? And I was like, yeah. And we were like dancing and having a great time. So sweet. And, um, yeah, I was like, no, thank you, but let's stay friends, you know? Um, but, and I always say, it's like, we have this like romantic comedy, but there's no romance and nothing's funny. You know, (laughs) it's like, we just, we boss each other around and like, we get the job done. Like, that's the thing is like, it was such like a low budge thing. And a lot of Mm -hmm. people dropped out and I was like with him for the long haul. Like I was on set to do the, he does the makeup like Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, because I'm telling you right now. He's the only person who could get it. I, I think I'm the only other person who's ever done Art the Clown. I might be wrong, but I think, and which I think is incredible. And I'm so grateful that he like, trust my hands is like literally the hardest makeup because it's such a specific, mm-hmm. like the lines go exactly here and they go exactly there and there's right. no room for budget. And I'm like such like a creative person. I'm like, well, what if he put it on a little yeah. different today? You know, like, so it's just like, even if I did the makeup, it got to the point where I was like, okay, come on, you do the lines. Like I'm not right. We're not doing this again. <laughs> and I was um, I was going to say that too. Like, you know, from the outside, you know, I, I don't know too much about like makeup and stuff like that. It looks like, oh, it looks yeah. pretty simple. But like you said, like with the no. lines, it has to be a certain <laughs> way. So Damien, he was like, 
And the thing was, is like I said, it was like everybody kind of like dropped out. A lot of people dropped out and it was like, I was there. And I like, I was like, I'm, I'm in it with, and literally like the main girl, did you, you saw, you saw the movie. Yes. So, you know, the costume that the girl's putting together. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that was me. I put that together and I painted that like somebody else did the bones. Okay. And then it was given to me in like bones and I had a like flesh blood you know, this thing out. And I was like, you know, cause then, you know, they left the project and I, I was, he was like, Oh, you do costuming. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like that's why now I'm like, I only do makeup because of Terrier. <laughs> I'm like, dude, the amount of stuff I actually did on that movie. And I, no regrets because it came out great and happy to be a part of it. But like there was, it was like a never ending. I mean, you could see in the film, there was never ending amount of yeah. work to do. It seemed. And plus the costume, like I said, she wore that the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, made one I made a I made one and it was like with the bones that that was made with and I was like dude we have to make a stunt copy for her and I were I made the stunt copy I painted every piece and detail of it like uh I mean even um one of the skulls that was um sculpted by Skylar Gonzalez who's like sculpted for me for um Rotten Roses before so one of my skulls from Rotten Roses was used on the front of her like little costume looks you know? so, so good it was so cool, dude. It was so cool to be a part of it. And, you know, I'm thankful that Damien, you know, like we friend zoned at each other for life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we have this like really strong working relationship mm-hmm. that like we can. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to mold my nipple in the bathroom here. <laughs> put it on all the girls bodies because, you know, we did like privacy covers mm-hmm. for everybody for all the life casting, which there was like, I, I can't even count how many life casts and like recast and everything we had like you know um when the mom's like skinned on the bed and yes. she's like like that's a practical puppet like we literally like Whoa. life cast that woman like sitting up it was I mean she was in this life cast for a while and you know me Damien and Phil Falcone mm-hmm. who's like the producer like we like it was just the three of us who did literally everything I mean they were on set mostly 100% I did like 90% pre-pro stuff and then like 10% on set I really wasn't on set much at all like I did I just happened to be on set for like the coolest shit mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that was the cool like I all the like, cut inserts and all that stuff I just wasn't there for but like a dick being ripped off yeah. I was there <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah it just all oh, that's what I mean it was gory it was nasty like I, I love it like it looked so real like you all three of you guys make like an awesome team we did do a great job. We did. I'm very proud of it. And like, they're, they're such a unit, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, they just like, I'm just like, I would come into work like screaming, you know, and they're just like, okay, are you done? <laughs> 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 like we just, you know, because yeah, it's just like, I'm such a, uh, you know, uh, safety stickler, you know, and we were like working in a basement, dude, yeah. like, you know, like, so I was like, on it like Mm -hmm. you know and keeping everything safe for everybody you know so I'm always yelling and everything I mean designing the like the makeups and you know uh like everything the little girl's makeup we Mm -hmm. did like a way totally different look for that Mm -hmm. on that girl before we like and he uh, he decided on that like I I did totally different looks for that like there was makeup that I sculpted teeth so much stuff that just never made it on camera so it's like so crazy how much made it on camera for yeah. how much didn't. It's crazy. Man. So there's a lot of work and it was just three of us, literally. 
Like, and, and God bless, like, don't, I will not discredit the costumer, mm-hmm. you know, like we have, we had amazing people work on this. Don't get me wrong. But like for special effects, like, and just randomly that one girl's costume, like I literally, like we were everything and it's just really cool that like, you know, we did it. Yeah. And Jackie, it- Jackie Hughes, she was the makeup artist. She did like all the beauty and, you know, I think she helped with blood dressing and nice. stuff like that. So credit where credit's due it's a great time it sounds like it like seriously the movie it is just such a favorite among a lot of horror fans that i know they go crazy over like the movie you know and i know it's about i don't know the exact um amount of time it is and i should know you know bloody disgusting but uh it's like about you know over two hours and I don't know. It kind of just like sucks you in where it's like, for me, I didn't even notice like time. I feel kind of flew by because you know, it's you're getting everything you need. You get in that horror, you get in the blood, you still have a storyline, you know, everything just looks really on point with it. It was cool. My dad even helped. He like built the tricycle. Oh, cool. Was on. Yeah. I was just like, it was, it was such like a big, like turning point in my mm-hmm. life I think also because like Damien really inspired me to make greater it was just really unfortunate that we worked on that in 2019 and then the pandemic happened yeah so it was like all this time in between the filming mm-hmm. and the seeing the success so it was like this lull of like wow I just did all work and yeah. nothing and and the world stopped it just felt I felt empty for like three years like you know however yeah. long it took it was like two years yeah in the in-between before I came out, I was just like, oh my God, like, you know, I didn't feel the joy I feel now, the mm-hmm. project, because it, it just felt like, oh my God, is this, you know, like, is this the end of the world? Right. You know? Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, are we all going to die? Am I ever going to see Terrifier too? <laughs> <laughs> you know, also what was cool is, and stupid of me, very stupid, is that um, I told um, Amy, and I was like, I never want to see a script. You're so dumb. I was like, I never want to see a script. I want to see it like a viewer. Uh, I want to see uh, it and like really, you know, because I was like, just tell me the special effects that need to be yeah. done. Make the list and I'll do it. I was like, but don't really ever tell me what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think that was, that was pretty cool, you know? Never doing that again. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, there's things I see that I'm like, oh, I maybe would have sculpted that day if I knew the circumstance mm-hmm. to which that was done. You know, so definitely read the script 10 out of 10. Okay. And just <laughs> even with your, your career, you worked on uh, movies, Halloween events, um, perform live performances, music videos. So I'm curious, um, if someone wants to do what you're doing, what advice do you have for them? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I wrote something down for this. I think it says don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, of course. No, I, I would start by saying um, practice, you know, because I teach and I love teaching. I taught at cinema makeup school. I taught in Beijing, like I've taught at Ruby Makeup Academy for years. I love teaching. So I see how people's mind absorbs this knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like, And at this point, I'm like a master teacher. Like, I feel good about breaking through. And this is why I say practice. That's the first thing I'm going to say is it's a psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. Because even no matter how good you are, you're going to pick everything apart. And I think that 
half of like what is so great about being a makeup artist is that it comes off. And I think that a lot of people like get in their head, they'll be like doing a makeup and be like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a second, you're not performing a surgery. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> and like, you know, like believe in yourself for five minutes. So like, that's the thing is like, just keep practicing and put your shit out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go live now and like, there'll be five people watching. And then like that week, someone will be like, oh, hey, I saw your live this week. Um, da, 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 da. I want to have you on for this project. And it's like, okay, but one of those five people saw it. So mm-hmm. fuck yeah, I'll go live next week, you know? Awesome. So practice, patience, persistence. That's my best advice. And I don't know if that applies to makeup or everything, but it's just like, keep practicing, say Stay persistent because people are like, oh, you know, like even me, like I go on YouTube every single day and I post it on YouTube for the first time in four years today because I'm like, why am I waiting? Mm -hmm. You know, I just I let that platform go because it seems like unattainable to like get anywhere. But I'm like, if you don't fuck around, you never find out. Exactly. True. True. (laughs) Okay. And what can you tell us about Rotten Roses Creep Boutique? Oh, you're so sweet. This is what I do. This is like, and that's the thing is like, I'm doing my roses as long as I've been doing makeup. Because when I was in school for makeup, I learned how to make eyeballs and teeth. And I started making like flowers with eyeballs and teeth in them because like, that's my vibe. Like I, I, especially them is like super into like the pinup style. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I'm more into like wearing men's boxers and like (laughs) half a shirt. It looks good. You look good. Thanks, dog. And you know what I mean? It's like whatever, whatever you feel good at. At that time, I was like really into, you know, the pinup thing. And I would just wear them and people would be like, oh my God, you should sell them. I'm like, no, bitch, this is my thing. Like rotten roses are me, Alana Rotten Rose. Like that's me. You can't get them. And then I was like, oh, money. Like yes. money is a thing that people need. So, you know, I do it. I've literally been doing it for like 13 years. Like as long as I've been doing makeup, I've been doing rotten roses and like, I, I can't sit here and be like, I have 10,000 sales. I don't have like a thousand sales, maybe 2,000 sales. I don't really know who's counting. Mm-hmm. But like in in the amount of time of doing it, it's not like, oh my God, I make a million dollars doing it. I have met the most wonderful people. And there's something about the thing that I make that attracts a very like-minded person, mm-hmm. as I've noticed. You know, especially because I'll do Monster Palooza and I, I will literally see somebody, that person's going to buy a rose. It's the fucking weirdest thing. I don't know what it is. As a maker, and I'm sure other makers could relate to this, that you just know your person. Mm-hmm. You just know your person. And, and it's not everybody. Not everybody right. likes pinup stuff and needs a rotten rose. I get that. But I know, like, the girlies and, and even my dudes, like, I see you. And they, all it takes is for people to find me. And I, I thank you for bringing it up because it's just like, that's it. It's just people see it and they're like, that's it. You know, I love them. I can't sell them. Thank you. They sell themselves. It's like, it's not me. I can't, I can't be like, this is because I love them so much. Mm-hmm. And it like keeps me off the streets. It's like what I do in my spare time. Like if I'm not doing makeup, I'm doing the flowers. So it's like, like I said, I don't get rich doing it. It's just like, I love them so much. I'm 32. I don't have kids. So I could take my time yes. making these. <laughs> and I do. And they're they're gorgeous. It reminds me of kind of of like Pan's Labyrinth, like when I've sold them. I just thought it was so cool, like little little flower creatures. You know, I feel like there's one for everybody. That's my point to you. They're all different. I never make two of a kind. I don't do really custom orders unless it's for like a wedding, unless it's like a big order and mm-hmm. like, you know, it, and it's someone's like, you know, dream to have my bouquets. You know, I'm never going to be like, 
Oh, like it's going to be so be so what? But if someone's going to bust my balls and be like, "Hey, I want to drag an eye with this particular fucking, you know, eyelash and whatever." I'm like, that's not how it works. Like it just happens. They make themselves. I just watch. <laughs> you know. Okay. And then I have one more question before we dive into our topic today. Um, okay. So I'm curious to know, uh, you kind of touched on it like before. So instead of me asking, I was going to ask like, you know, what's your horror story? How did you get into the genre? Um, do you remember some of the first horror movies you watched? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I- I'll tell you what I didn't watch. It scared anyway is Chucky <laughs> because my brother was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, we would we would go to like Blockbuster mm-hmm. and I would like go up to every movie and be like, what this, what's this one about? What's this one about? You know, I'm fucking five. I'm at Blockbuster. What do you want me to do? You know, <laughs> and, I was like, and he was like, oh, that one's about like we got to Chucky one day and he was like, that one's about doll, a doll that comes to life and kills little girls with hair. And I was like, that's me. Holy shit. Oh, no. I like if you saw our bed, like I'm 32, I still have plushies. Like I love stuffed animals for life. So I was just like, I'm like, my stuffed animals are going to kill me. Like it was psychological <laughs> warfare, psychological warfare. Cool. So Chucky is core memory. The worst thing that ever happened to me. I watched it when I was 26. It took me <laughs> 20 years to work courage to see it. <laughs> I had a pause several times because it's fucking scary. But she did. I don't have you have you I, seen Chucky? I have. Like it's it's weird because um I was like that weird little kid that enjoyed that kind of stuff. Like I watched it as a kid too. I don't even remember how maybe four or five, you know, my family we were just big on horror movies and it was just kind of like I I kind of wanted to have him in my life. Minus the kills. Minus the kills, I kind of wanted to have him in my life because we could be friends. Minus Maybe go on a killing spree together. Whatever. Yeah. Listen, I throw no judgment here. Listen, like <laughs> killers included, include everybody. <laughs> horrible. Oh gosh. But okay. Um. All right. So <laughs> are you ready to dive into our topic? Um yeah, I am actually, because there's an interesting thread amongst all of my information here. Ooh, okay. All right. So Alana and I, we're going to be talking about our top three special makeup effects in horror movies. And just, you know, there may or may not be spoilers. It's fine. You'll be okay. And since you're, you know, you're our guest, Alana, so you can go first. Okay. So our, our favorite hot pick. Okay. Top three. Okay, let's start from the top of what my favorite of all time horror movie is, and I, I'm this is greatly up for dispute. Fight me. Okay. Um, death, death proof. Not you. I'm sure. People might disagree on that. That death proof. I, I could do that later for you. I have. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, you no. You're, you're fine. Yeah. Very cool. Um. Yeah. So death. Two thousand and seven. All right, and you can watch it on Tubi for free. Nice. Sick. Mm-hmm. So um, 2007 also, okay, so I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did I look? Okay. Trick or Treat, I just watched first time. Mm-hmm. Also came out in 2007. I, ju- I don't know how I just watched this. I've been on the earth for that long, too. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know how. I, I, I thought it was like a newer movie, and 2007 is new to me in my mind. I don't know. Kind of new. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just watched phenomenal. 
Have you ever seen Trick or Treat? I have. I have. I'm still waiting on that you... sequel. <laughs> How could you do? How could you possibly do it? It's it is an awesome movie. My favorite thing about it is just like the full circle. Mm-hmm. I love stories. I love comedy because a lot, you know, a lot of comedy comes full circle. Like that's what I loved about that movie is how everything kind of like came into play. It's like the same like kink like Saw has where mm-hmm. at the end, like everything kind of falls into place. Like I was just like, ooh, love <laughs> this. Like tickling my horror kink. Love you, trick or treat, XO. Um, you could watch it on um, HBO Max for your information, which I'm going to do that tonight. And then 2007, Funny Games, which is like not fresh on my mind, Mm -hmm. to be completely honest. And I don't know if I ever need to watch it again, but I know and like I remember it enough because I watched it probably in like 2007 and it Mm -hmm. scared the shit out of me forever. I was like, yo, this is a true horror movie. Yeah. And I know... Again, someone might beg to differ and be like, this is a comedy, just the same way, like, someone might debate that, you know, um, Death Proof is, like, not a horror, whatever, like, to each their own. I think that Funny Games is terrifying because it's like, someone could walk in my house right now and hit me with a fucking golf club and be like, what now, bitch? (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually, I'm right there with you. The last time I saw it, I barely remember it was 2007, but... It's just one of those movies where it's just like one time was enough for me, you know, mm-hmm. because it felt that's very it. real. Yes. It's it. So that's like why I love it is because, you know, that's what art is, is like, it's supposed to make you feel and like never forget, yeah. you know? So that's why when you said, oh, what's my favorite? I'm like, that's what love is, is when it hurts you, but you never forget the, the pain. <laughs> it's like <laughs> funny games. And you can you can't like watch it for free. No freeloaders, fans only, and mm-hmm. you could um, like purchase it on all platforms. So it's worth it. You're welcome, everybody. Okay. Yeah, no, hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think a lot of people just right now probably never heard of that movie, dude. Don't you think? Is I it th- obscure as I think it is? I think so. I don't really hear too many people talking about it. Two thousand seven was a really long. Time ago. Yeah. So, it, but sometimes it doesn't feel a long time ago, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do know that there's a uh there's a one from the nineties um that came out in either ninety-six or ninety-seven. Um so like the two thousand seven one is a remake one, but it was still just as brutal. Okay. Yeah. Queen. I did not know that. It's creepy. Creepy stuff. But okay. Awesome picks. Um, so for my first pick, I picked the thing. From 1982, it's iconic, it's inventive, it's just, I, I don't know, on my notes I put wowzers, but I don't know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know if I feel the need to say wowzers, but yeah, it, it is, I just feel like this is like the type of movie that has it all, like, and you know, on top of it being like John Carpenter's, like, it has like his intense tension, there's like blood, there's slime, there's like gross, gooey puppets popping up everywhere that look sweaty and there's a particular scene. There's a particular Girl, scene. I love a sweaty puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. it's like, I remember when I like when I was googling, like I googled this stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, let me just think about this. And then one of the first pictures is like a like gooey, sweaty puppet. So yeah, it's it's a good time. But no, I just feel like uh, the, the scene that stands out is there's there's like a heart attack scene. 
you know, and again, spoilers, but this movie was made in 1982 where pretty much yeah, this person's no like chest just collapsed in and there's just like a hole and then there's like a huge chomping kind of like a trap. It's just, it's iconic. It's it's an insane scene. Yeah. So it's Freddy like, is puppets in yeah. town. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> and then the second one, which I already kind of mentioned, but Pan's Labyrinth from 2006. Um, you know, Gimel del Toro, like everything I feel like he does is like a masterpiece, but I love like the combination of like the makeup, the animatronics, um, the CGI effects, uh, like the creatures just, yeah, chef's kiss and looks so inspiring. I feel like, again, this is one of these movies where it's like, it's terrifying, but it's beautiful, but it's believable. And just one of the creatures that I really, really love is the pale man. So he had like his eyeballs was in his hand, like wonderful. What's crazy is I know this person who was in the puppets, like, was, like... Whoa! Um, Doug Jones, mm-hmm. you know, that's a person that I know. That's so cool. I've I've actually life-cast him years ago, and it was, like, the first time I met him, I life-cast him, and I was just, like, you're the person from all the things I love in life. Yeah. Like, you made, you made me, like, you know, and it's just, he's such a marvelous soul, like, outside of that you know, horror, like, and that's the thing is like, he has scared so many people Mm -hmm. and it's just like the soul inside of this person is so pure. Do you know? I've I've never met him, but (laughs) I've heard incredible things about him. It's insane. It's insane. I I really, it's, it's just like, he's like Christ-like. Everybody should try to be more like Doug Jones. What would Doug Jones do? That should be this episode's title. What Doug Jones do? Yeah, that's so cool. Wow. See, I feel like uh, Alana, you're so cool. You know everybody. I low key am like Kevin Bacon and truly do know everybody. Whoa. It's crazy, dude. It's so weird. I mean, it's a main because I never I get to hook up everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude. It's so fucking cool. Like, and that's the thing is like I'm like a real one. So it's like as much as people like show up for me, like I said, I'm like I show up. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's the things that people extend to me are so, like, VIP. I'm so grateful. But, like, that's, you know, I, I say to everybody, it's to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. because that's how you end up Kevin Bacon. Absolutely. See, <laughs> the network is strong. Welcome. Very inspiring. You just keep on dropping gems for us. Hopefully we'll have like a VIP experience together someday soon. So you can feel the Disney magic that is <laughs> my life. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, so then just my final pick that alive 1994. Um, this whole movie to me is just a complete vibe. I was so obsessed with this movie as a kid. I really love like the lawnmower massacre scene. It's bloody. It's, it's wonderful. Peter Jackson, he just needs to just stay in horror and, you know, one of my other scenes that I really, really love, again, spoilers, but this movie was made in 94, okay? 94. Yeah, I've seen this movie. I, I didn't, it didn't click until right now. It's on the hill, right? They're yeah! They're on, like, a green hill. Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes, like, there's, like, a zombie baby, like, a, a like a priest becomes a zombie he, but he knows kung fu like and, and then there's this woman like she was bit by a rat monkey and then she's eating custard and um 
before her earring drops off in her custard and she eats it. But before that, she goes like this to her arm and then pus just sprouts and drops into this, this man's custard and he eats it and he doesn't know. And it's just, it is just so gross, but I love it. It just makes me so happy. It always puts me in a really good mood. I'm so happy it. I forgot the custard. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm I sorry. That. Yeah, I brought that up. <laughs> it's gross. I no, I'll 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 revisit. Like, listen, I I try to like solve myself of dark thoughts. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm just like I don't want to watch like I don't like I told you I'm scared. Like I don't like love horror movie. I could appreciate the art, but yeah. it's like I'll be thinking about that kind of shit. Like I'll be like, oh, like you know, trying to get a custard on Melrose and. <laughs> thinking about the pus again you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but okay do you have any bonuses that popped up in your mind oh of movies here's here was the string and it had um was that 2007 my favorite movie probably of all time is super bad and super bad does have special effects in it okay yeah. there is a cut a cut throat scene like mm-hmm. I, I it's literally my favorite movie of all time made in 2007 that's a good year see that's a really good mm-hmm. year and you said pan's labyrinth was 2006 which mm-hmm. is I, that is such a special film for me like my my best friend's daughter like when she was like three years old i like skipped over all the war scenes so she could just see the like fairy get its head bit off i mean at three that's fine you know you grew up in a horror house you okay and she loves it that's so she cool. loves it and like I mean, she, I'm her aunt, like, literally, like, you know, she sees, you know, I'm Uncle Lala, like, it's, I come home with the weirdest shit, you know, like, she's come to work with me and, like, help me paint heads and, like, you know, so it's, like, I was so scared when I was a kid and, like, I don't have my own kids and my best friend's daughter, like, she's 11 now and she's just, like, a badass, like, like, shout out Jillian, like, she's just, like, such a good kid and, like, like, like such a a good kid like Mm -hmm. not like you know what I mean never gonna do anything bad I think because like you know she grew up around like seeing these things and being like oh that's bad I'm never gonna do that you know and she loves the makeup and like sees like you know me put prosthetics on her mom and is like you know helping me remove them and stuff so she sees that it's art you know and I never wanted I always wanted you know, my, you know, her to understand that it is just a mask. It's just a makeup and like, understand, like show her the behind the scenes of Doug getting out of that makeup. And I'm like, I know him. He's a man. He's a really good man. See, here's a picture of us together, you know? Yeah. So it's like really cool to like, take away that fear from Mm -hmm. someone that I had as a kid, you know? I love that. Yeah, for sure. You know, I I think that that's really cute. The fact that where she was around it, so she was very hands-on. So I think that she's, yeah, yeah that's really cool. That's a good <laughs> yeah. way to transition. Instead of kind of like throwing them in, because I know even for me, I was kind of thrown into it instead of given like a choice. I mean, I don't, I'm all right, but you know, I wasn't given yeah. like a choice. So that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, no. And you know, it's so cool. Like, you know, I scored like a Pan's Labyrinth, like, um, like I was able to get like the toy, like this beautiful elaborate toy and it came with the fairies and stuff. Wow. And like, you know, and I gave it to her maybe when she was like nine or 10, you know, so it's just like, she appreciates it mm-hmm. more, you know, it's like, it's truly like art to her. And like yeah. when she draws, like she'll like, I, I, I'll send you pictures, like just amazing, you know, that you, and, and not just for her, you know, I, people, people send me their kids drawings all the time of shit I've done on Facebook. <laughs> like so it's cool. crazy how, 
you know, and that's what I love about Face Off too, is it's like inspiring artists from a younger age and taking fear and appreciating the art. And that's why, like, you know, and you know this, like special effects is having a second wave because this is what the audience wants mm-hmm. to see. And people would have never known about it if it wasn't for Face Off, you know? Yeah. These younger kids would never know. And now they're going to even know more because mm-hmm. it's Netflix. It's so cool. Which is so cool. It is. It's it's really cool. Like again, you are super inspiring, and thank you again for coming on and dropping gem, like gems, advice, movies. Like I just love it so much. We vibe. We do. Anytime, anytime. I'll I'll come here anytime, and hopefully, you know, maybe soon, maybe there'll be something big to talk about. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Anything could happen. All right. I can't wait to, to know more. But before we um, close out, just real quick, we did have like a giveaway um, beginning of November for a bloody disgusting bundle. Um, so we do have a winner. So I will be contacting that person. Just want to give like everyone an update with that. Um, but before we go, though, again, you know, thank you so much for coming on. I know where to find you on social media, but where can everyone find you on social media? Um, okay. So where videos are, like TikTok and YouTube, I'm new, but you could find me under Alana Rotten Rose. I post really um, weird shit, so enjoy. Um, And then I have Instagram, which is like my fam. So Instagram fam, you could find me at Alana underscore Rose effects. And that's like where you could find me. You could chat with me. Like that's, that's my home. Welcome. So yeah, Instagram, I'm on it all the time. I love Instagram. That's like where, like, you know, I live in my DMs, like literally my DMs get flooded every day and I really try to respond to everybody. So um, yeah, like that's, that's what I'm saying. My Instagram, it's like, I have a pretty, like my following is like 33K, but it is so strong. Like 33K strong, dude. Like everybody's so interactive Mm -hmm. and like, like, you know what I mean? Like everybody's so like core group and like join the party, you know, like join the fam, you know? So, um, yeah, it was great chatting with you. Thank you so much for like highlighting, you know, the things that mean so much to me in my life. It's so nice to have like a, a conversation about things, you know, that feel like ancient history, but really, uh, I guess like make me who I am. And I think that's, you know, great to resurface. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, yeah, like valuable information. And hopefully people could like learn from my failures and create their success. <laughs> I think everyone's going to enjoy this so much. But again, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And then you can find Bloody Disgusting on Instagram, Twitter, Be Disgusting Pod, or you can drop us an email at BeDisgustingPodcast at gmail.com. And also check out Bloody Disgusting on TikTok, just Be Disgusting. So grab some popcorn, cozy up at the couch, watch something you love, and just make sure it's something bloody. Okay, bye.